0: Hi, this is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned in to episode three of The Real Word. We've got two different mic stands. As you know, if you've been watching the show, we've had... <laughs> I'll th- be
1: honest, I think they'll be bored once we figure out our mic yeah. situation. They'll be like... Uh, there'll be nothing to talk about. There'll be nothing more to talk about.
0: Eventually, we will be in some legit space with legit stand. I mean, this was Nicole's this is- creation. If you're listening... I- to the podcast, you've gotta jump on the YouTube channel and check this out, it's just insane.
1: I really, I, I, I feel like I deserve a little pat on the back for this one oh, though. yeah, super creative. I mean, we a little bit of height because we had like the wire, I think I nailed it.
0: We've got two topics today. We've done the three topic thing, I think we're gonna switch the format a little bit. We're gonna go our word and the final word, which always comes from you, somebody right. from the real estate community, mm-hmm. we do have a great final word. By the yeah, way,
1: we do have a great final word. Really
0: pumped about that one. So the first topic is something that we picked.
1: Yeah, we did. Was
0: what was we... the What was the name of this article? Oh, gee. It was on Realtor Mag.
1: Creepers. I feel like we need to start over again. No,
0: we don't need to start over. The pros and cons of a real estate office, and this was on uh, Realtor Oct- Mag, October National Association of Realtors,
1: by Ryan Fitzgerald.
0: Yep. He's What'd a he...
1: he's a handsome lad.
0: Yeah, I I would agree. He's, he's... a handsome lad. He's a lad.
1: He is. He's all buttoned up, and he looks good. He's like Fitzgerald. Like I feel like he's like.
0: He's definitely. If you saw episode two, he's, or he's suiting up for his listing appointments. He really imagine.
1: is, or at least his headshot.
0: So he lists some pros and cons about having a physical real estate space. I mean, here's the thing: we know that retail space is taking a huge hit right now. Huge hit. Right. So yes. commercial retail space, office space, has come down in in value right like because the rents have come down right so overall i mean unless you're in like new york city but right here we're on the Connecticut shoreline there are less people renting out office space moving into their home virtual world
1: i feel like unless you're like in the medical world though i feel like there's like medical
0: there's a there's a lot of medical space open
1: well and like they just keep building them like just here in town they just built like three huge buildings and they're like
0: some some of the old spaces really Really vacant though.
1: Yeah. No, I, I'm agreeing. Yeah. I'm just, I see like, that's what's, anyway.
0: So for Ryan, he listed, what did he list? Three pros?
1: Yeah, well, he was referencing, someone else had earlier did an article on how to build office culture in a virtual in world. In a virtual world. So then it then led him to question if,
0: You need a physical office do space. Do you need
1: a physical office space?
0: So his three pros, and then we'll get into our take. Uh, a place to meet, duh. Company culture. Right. Foot traffic. Mm -hmm. And then the cons were expense, maintenance, and ROI. Uh, Sometimes you have to spend money to make money. Uh, I think that's, I don't know if that's a con, but so that those are. Well, he's saying, he's
1: saying you have to spend money to make money, but is rent really going to be return on investment? I get it. That's what that was about. I get it. You read the article, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, okay. All right.
0: So here's my take. I think that. And we are going into a virtual we're in a virtual world we're we not are. going there we're in it right. right and you see like EXP by the way the final word came from an EXP agent EXP is doing this virtual brokerage thing right you know if they're in your marketplace and you're familiar with with what I'm talking about <sighs> their whole platform is virtual now agents can have the choice to open up physical offices and what I, here's one thing. There's two different sides, right? It's going to be what's best for your company. Right. And then consumer per, uh, perception. Right. So a lot of the consumers here on the Connecticut Shoreline, especially if they're a little bit of the older demographic. Easy. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. Easy? It's really flipping hot in this
0: office. It is so hot. I'm trying office. really
1: hard to make. <laughs> sure. We're struggling. Anyways. But I'm just like, yes, you're if, right. If
0: you're on the older demographic, it's important to them to know where your office is because we get the question all the time.
1: It's Super duper important. And in all honesty, in this area too, it's like, is your office in the town Mm -hmm. in which the home is located too? I mean, you get that. I get that question asked regularly. As
0: agents, we all know that that doesn't matter, right? It definitely because, doesn't
1: matter, but in yeah. their minds, am I getting the full exposure in the town that I live in because you're not in that town? Even if you live in the flipping town, your right. office just might be in a different town, it's still certainly questioned the, in this area. We
0: know there's a lot of weird questions sellers ask us. We know 98 to 99% of people are starting their search online and you have to have a very strong digital marketing approach if you're gonna sell real estate in 2017, 2018. Right, But, I do think there is a lot of value of having a physical office space.
1: I love having an office space. I just, mean, again...
0: Sorry, Val, just not this office just space. Just not this
1: office space. I mean, so we're trying really hard. I mean, we were in a basement the last yeah. two episodes. We're trying out this new space until our actual space is done. We're really, we're kind of struggling yeah. with that office space.
0: So we have a, we have a, what, eight ten eight, 10 person team, right? So... Yes we're looking for physical office space because we're not that we don't like our brokers offices. We utilize them for meetings and Right.
1: Well, they're valuable. I think though too what we're trying in terms of culture is is trying to yeah. make it a little bit more open, a little bit more welcoming. Hey, maybe like someone else wants a desk in our office where we can then sort of collaborate too. Collab
0: I think that's it, right? So the shared office culture um being able to collaborate with local businesses in your community right. being able to have a true studio where you can do podcasts right. and so we're video not
1: work spending a full hour just so we're not using
0: like sticky note um containers as your stand i
1: think it's pretty kick-ass no so. no
0: and i i don't think you can build the same type of culture i think teams are taking over that's been evident over the last three or right. four years in our industry it's very difficult to build team culture when you are in your broker's office and there's 40 other single solo agents asking questions, wondering what you're doing. Right. Hey, well, can I tag along? Which right. is Like we're right. super helpful, by the way. Absolutely. There's a time and a place for it. Right. It just doesn't usually come in the middle of the day.
1: Yes. Right. Well, oh. I think it's also just a, a helpful way to have to recruit agents though too. I mean, especially if they're starting out. Like you really need, I mean, we've talked about this, I think in the last episode about surrounding yourself with people that, you know, so I think it's, it is really important to be around your people and just to like feel their energy. Like I really um, enjoy sitting next to you. Like I enjoy like- Just
0: not in here. Not in here.
1: or when you're like ripping on me, but I do enjoy your Which presence. Is never, by the way. I enjoy being around you. So I, I think that if we if we didn't have that ability to sort yeah. of be someplace, and again, just to be have it be a little bit more organized. I mean, I, I feel like our our the, our business is so it's changing well, super rapidly. Like you know, any moment can be something different. So I think having like sort of a calming office space where you know where there's paper and you know where there's
0: do well, you think anyway the. Do you think your team, our team, yeah. would be successful if we didn't have an office and everything was done through Skype or FaceTime or something like that?
1: Um, I, I do, I mean I think each individual is, is successful but I think that we're even more successful because we can like actually sit and like round table it. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I think that those sorts of- I
0: think we'd be less successful without the face to face.
1: Yeah, you do?
0: I do. Yeah. I mean, I think we're all disciplined enough to get it done. I actually think that you can move quicker. So I use all the technology just as an opportunity to get face-to-face with people. Right. right. Because oh, I think I, I,
1: but, I, but I mean, it, but it's human nature to enjoy being around people. Yeah. Like, I think it gives you life. I think it gives you purpose. Energy. Like and I think it, just, I do
0: think it gives you speed. I know it takes a long time sometimes to get in front of somebody. But when you have that half hour, I just think the amount of decisions you can accomplish in 30 oh, minutes absolutely. face-to-face. Yeah. Well, and it trumps. feels like real
1: decisions. It's not like you're yeah. like, oh, cool. I'm wearing my slippers while I'm on Skype. Like you're, right. you have to be productive. Well, like
0: if right. you text me just back K, you know, I don't know if oh. that's like if you're giving me an attitude or.
1: <sighs> I don't, I don't. If you get a K from Nicole White, you're screwed.
0: Just send her all the Ks. <laughs> all right. I'm not happy. Let's get into the final word. I'm excited for the I like final the two word. topic.
1: Yeah, um, well, it's because we sometimes we, we jibble-jabble yeah. a little too much to get to in there. But, yeah, the final word's a good one. So the
0: final word, which we're going to pop up right here on the screen.
1: And by the way, um, well, do you want to talk about it first before we slam that boy? Kind of want to slam Who's him. Who's slamming?
0: I'm not slamming my boy. What? The final word came in from Tim Macy. Tim Macy is an EXP agent with, uh, or in San Antonio. He's got his own team. I think they're doing the full virtual thing. I don't think they have a team office, but correct me if I'm wrong, Tim.
1: Yeah, but it, let's watch this video. Let's watch the video let's then. Let's see what's wrong. Let's see what's wrong with this video.
0: Byron Lazine, this is Tim Macy with EXP Realty in San Antonio, currently here in Fort Fort Waterdale. Uh, I want your take on Airbnb, VRBO, and how it's opening up a new market for investors and also opening up a new angle for uh, home buyers that would like a second unit or something that's Airbnb-able, something that's short-term rentable. How do you see the shared economy affecting real estate in the long run, in the five to 10-year game? Where do you see it going? How do you think real estate agents can take advantage of it? I love you. I'm excited to hear what you have to say. I love you too, brother. i massive love for tim
1: clearly he's in love with you because tim like hi
0: <laughs> this is nicole white hi, by the way
1: Hi, tim i'm here sitting here next to byron
0: if you if you saw the Actually, little intro of episode even, two you yeah know Ni-
1: i mean i'm here like it's you know nicole third can be a episode. little sensitive nicole sitting here once in
0: a while here
1: i am tim i'd love to meet you
0: i think he brings up a great point i well yeah so, i mean
1: he's clearly only interested in your opinion so <laughs> go for it you're on
0: so tim i think airbnb completely disrupted hotels, right? The I, hotel um, space.
1: I think that it actually disrupted because he was asking about no, I know VRBO he was asking, too. Yeah. I mean,
0: I think it... Airbnb, right. So homeowners, people that already own these homes had an opportunity to capitalize on people looking for short-term rents, you know, two days, a week. I've, I've done it in Napa Valley. Worked out great. It was a super awesome experience. Yeah. Um, so, but what, what Tim's talking about is now this... This has grown so much. This what do you call it? Shared uh, economy, the sharing economy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. has blown up so much that there's now opportunities for investors. Absolutely. Right? Like when I was looking at the place in Napa, this guy owned four or five homes throughout Napa Valley and Sonoma, um, and that's all he did was was VRBO, yeah. Airbnb. Then, so he clearly bought up a couple more. Yeah. Because twelve months, except when we have these fires going on, but 12 months a year he can rent them out. Right. So, yeah, obviously there's huge opportunity for investors and huge opportunity for us as agents to find people that want to invest. Here's a perfect example. In our community, there's not a lot of multifamily. Right? You know what I mean? Right? So, if somebody wants to invest, right? And they don't want to flip because there's high risk. Right? There, yeah. Maybe it's buy and hold.
1: Yeah, especially down here when it's so super seasonal too. I mean, you know, even if you're able to like rack it up during the summer, and then I actually ran into a gentleman yesterday that um, is doing Airbnb in in a in a town right next to where we are. Um, Just over the summer months, he was able to bring in like fifty thousand dollars um and that was just like one night two nights also because there're not many hotels where we live too the yeah. hotels were actually when people were calling to make reservations the hotel was then referring them to this gentleman that was in the same town he actually now he told me that he has a academic renter in there but he made a deal with the academic renter that if he has somebody that wants to rent on the weekend what
0: she, does he put her in a hotel
1: she leaves and he gives her part of the rent
0: so they must be putting her up in a hotel.
1: I don't know what he's doing with her. I don't know where she's going. I didn't pick that much. But I mean, there there is a huge opportunity here. I mean, you figure if you were to actually rent that thing per month, I mean, you're maybe then making like $24,000 a year. Yeah. I mean, to double that just over sort of the summer months, get hooked up with a local hotel that's like booked. And again, and, and what's nice though, we're not talking about like million dollar properties. I mean, this is like an 800 square foot house. But it works two on both. Beds. It does. Yeah. But I'm just saying if people want to, start small like if you want to have 10 homes and you know that, that 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 you know you're renting Yep. I, I think the other end that comes in here though too I think that there's a great opportunity obviously for an agent to buy help help these people buy but you know if you're like in the property management side I mean you could potentially be maybe splitting it now with the I, investor you know maybe he gives you 50% or whatever the if the stick would w- be but or if you have
0: your management game down as an agent Or a property manager, like you said, right? Right. If you have that system locked in place, then yeah, you can go to investors and say, Hey, listen, I know if you bought this single family home, the average rents are twenty five hundred. I'll sign a lease with you for two years for five thousand a month. Because you know that the demand is so strong for the VRBO market, maybe you're gonna make ten. So you're gonna pay the five thousand dollar lease. Right. You're gonna put your name on the lease right and you're gonna make the five thousand you know you're gonna pay your manager however so you you're doing make,
1: like sort of the overhead yeah like a net you're
0: making thing. on top now now if it doesn't work out for you
1: yeah there's right. the risk
0: right um so yeah i think i i think it's i think there's gonna be um it'll cap out at some point
1: oh of course cool, like right? everything but i i do think that airbnb is like I, I think it's again. I mean, he ref, he does ask about VRBO, and I, I think that Airbnb is is killing it over the VRBO because yep. I think VRBO is more of like weekly rentals. It seems on their site, it has to be it's a little bit more structured in that way. But I mean, God forbid someone needs like a one night stay, and maybe they need to be near a hospital because someone's sick or well, you there's a graduation or a wedding. I mean, exactly. You mentioned dude, let's the high end. Up, you know? I had a
0: client who did a fabulous renovation on a high end property, and the market here locally in the high end you know, is soft right right in, in a lot of scenarios it was tremendous but the money he put into it probably wasn't he probably wasn't gonna get that back if right. he sold it right and it was an investment it was a, it was a labor of love for him I said dude you want to build up the value of that property do the the weekend rentals Almost build it up like the mic yeah, yeah. build up the 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 weekend rental rolls through weddings. I mean, he's getting like 2,000 bucks a night Oh, I'm certain. It's crazy. If there's enough
1: bedrooms, like I would do it. Like, let's get like five families together and do a weekend.
0: Now you have this historic property that's renovated, that's beautiful. And by the way, you can show somebody cash flow. Right. Right? Because you've done it over a, a sustained period of time.
1: Right. Well, what's great though too is that you're then able to sort of counterbalance what you may have been lost in with it being empty until it sells yeah. too. So yeah, I mean, I think I think Airbnb is kick-ass. It's sort of fun because you also could pick these spots that you would never lit like I'm not a city girl, but how cool would it be to like get an apartment in this New York in like in New York City, Ooh, you know?
0: Like a little loft.
1: Like something. Cool. You know? I mean Absolutely. I, I think it I think it, it it provides an incredible experience for the consumer too, you know? Like you get to just and the Bang.
0: Tim's point as agents, we need to be fully aware of everything that's happening in our industry. Where are the pieces of the pie moving towards? So Airbnb need to be aware can't just figure that you're gonna list properties in the MLS for the next thirty years. No. And go traditional, right? Right. Got to you. Got to understand what's happening around you, so that if you need to move in that direction, market takes a, a shift. Right. Right. Where are the opportunities? This could this could certainly be one.
1: Right. Oh, I, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Tim, appreciate the final word. This I'm, is Nicole.
1: Really nice to meet you, Tim. <laughs>
0: if you anybody out there has a final word you can drop us an email you can put it in the comments you can send a facebook message however you want to do it you can send a video like tim did or you can send it through text we'd love to obviously link you up we're going to link tim up if you're watching on on youtube or soundcloud if you're listening on soundcloud and
1: uh make sure you come back next week though because like who knows where we'll be next week yeah,
0: hopefully somewhere cooler well, temperature or maybe wise
1: something you know I, I mean clearly you were more worried about yeah. yourself than me i'm all so. set up yep
0: that was the final word this is the real word drop us a comment thank you guys